0: Hey everyone, so a lot of people think that the gospel of grace is too easy and people are just going to use it as an excuse to sin. So we see churches around the world speaking about begging God for forgiveness or focusing more on our own efforts of repenting and repenting and repenting. Now not to say that repenting isn't important, as 1 John 1 verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But what exactly is the gospel of grace? And that's exactly what we're looking at today. I'm your host, Jalen Gomez, and let's get into today's episode. So what exactly is the gospel of grace? So essentially, it can be found in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. And it says, For grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. I like the New uh, Living Translation, which says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift of God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it now we need to we need to accept that we have sinned and displeased god but at the end of the day god has already forgiven us of all our sins past present and future he's forgiven all of your sins past present and future hebrew 7 verses 24 and 25 makes it clear that jesus lives forever his priesthood lasts forever therefore he is able once and forever let me say that, once and forever, to those who come to God through him, he lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. Forever. Once and forever. So it is sad, you know, when, when I see churches, when we see churches cause confusion and lead people into working for their salvation by teaching that it is when you we accept Jesus, he only forgives us of our past sins and not our present our future. And let me tell you, that is completely wrong. And that is not the truth of the gospel. Now people will say, where in the Bible does it say that all our future sins are forgiven? Now let me give you clear scripture that states all our sins, including our future sins, have been forgiven. Colossians 2 verses 13 to 14 says, you were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for He forgave all our sins. He cancelled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Jesus forgave all our sins. Now the word "all" in the above scripture in Greek is the is the Greek word "pas" p a s, and this means every kind of a ver- of variety the totality of the persons or things referred to so let me tell you it refers to all any every the whole so all means all god's forgiveness of our sins covers every sin past present and future when we receive the lord jesus as our savior we receive the total and complete forgiveness of all our sins the totality of our sins removed. In Hebrews 10 verses 11 to 14, the Bible says, And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, we see this one and forever, one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering He has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. I do not know about you, but I can see a trend of forever and once in all these verses. Now, according to scripture, as a believer, for how long are you perfected? How long? We just said it. Forever. Forever. How can you be perfected forever if your future sins are not forgiven? It doesn't make sense. And to clear this idea, You know, because we're saying that all our sins have been forgiven. And because of that, people think that, oh, I'm going to use it to sin. They're going to think that Christians who who have this sort of idea are going to be like, I want to sin immediately. And let me tell you that I have not met a Christian who deliberately sins and uses Jesus' sacrifice as an excuse. You know why? Because when you love someone, you won't want to hurt them. And if you accept the love of Jesus, you love him too. And you won't want to hurt him. And sin hurts God. But I understand. Even the Bible makes it clear. We are not perfect and we will all fail. It says that all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. And that is important to remember. Okay? But that is because we are made perfect in our spirit. But we are in an imperfect body in an imperfect world. So it's just like how I love my parents. I love my parents, and I won't want to do anything to hurt them deliberately. But sometimes I fail, and we all do. Does that mean I don't love them? No, it means that I have failed, but I can ask for forgiveness. And my parents do and will forgive me. And it's the same with our Heavenly Father. If you fail, just ask Him for forgiveness and claim it in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. And he will accept you with open arms. The gospel of grace does not encourage sin, but imparts love, mercy, grace, and forgiveness. And that's all. That is the gospel of grace. And it's so important to remember that we are saved by grace. Not that we should boast, but that we have been given a gift from God. And I hope that answers that question of whether or not it encourages sin. That's all for today. Don't forget to like, go comment down below, subscribe and hit that notification bell and do let me know what you want to hear more of. We are on this journey together. We are learning together. I'm Jaden Gomez and you've been listening to Bible Basics and Beyond. Have an amazing week and remember that God loves you.